Welcome to Recognizing Leadership Blind Spots. I'm your host, John Gracie, a speaker, author, and trainer. I passionately believe the most effective ways to work with people are just simple things to do. I challenge people to first look in the mirror and ask what they can do differently versus being so quick to point the blame at others. At the end of the day, my goal is the same as my customers, to influence employee behaviors that lead to increased productivity and performance long after the event has ended. I firmly believe that my tell-like-it-is-speaking style will lead to greater profits. Now let's get started. Let's talk about the sink or swim method when it comes to training. I heard it's widespread in these parts. Let me give you an example of sink or swim. We take somebody off the street and we give them little training whatsoever. And that employee happens to sink. Was the average leader communicate upward? Yes, they couldn't cut it. Did you catch that part about little of any training whatsoever? What happens if the employee happens to prosper and swim with little of no training? Now was the average leader communicate upward? You're correct. Look what I developed, boss. I'll take credit for that one. Allow me to introduce to you the four steps of job instruction. If many organizations use these four steps of job instruction, we'd have much better relationships between leaders and employees. The problem with trainers out there and leaders out there doing all the training is they're doing all the talking. You have no idea if you're getting through to people unless you ask people to summarize back. So let's go through these four steps of job instruction that are pretty easy to understand, but will take some discipline to go out and apply. Step number one, interview. What do I mean by interview? Just ask the employee if they've ever done it before. There's only two ways they can answer the question, yes or no. If they've never done it before, you're dealing with an alien. Somebody might take you literal in everything you ask them to do, including lifting a box with their legs. If they say they got 10 years of experience over at 3M, you've just learned something. As you show them your organization's way of doing things, there's a pretty good chance they're going to go back to the old way of doing things. Step number two would be show and tell. Yes, it goes right back to grade school. Let me show and tell you what has to be done and why it needs to be done that way. Yes, you got to build in the why. If you don't build in the why, your five-step will become a three-step, if not overnight, over a weekend. The third step, you have no way of knowing if you're getting through to a human being unless you ask them to echo or summarize back. Show and tell back to me what I just said. Summarize back to me what I just said. And no, Mike, I don't think you're stupid. I'm just checking my ability to communicate. See, if you walk out of here and make a mistake, the buck stops with me. It's my neck. The last step of the four steps of job instruction is follow-up. People will respect what a leader inspects. We have an obligation to follow up to make sure the employee is doing it the way we agreed upon. These four steps of job instruction are so easy to understand and very easy to apply. But I will tell you, folks, they oftentimes get misinterpreted out there in the real world. Let me give you an example. I take my prize employee, Bill. Bill is a wonderful human being. Bill is an ineffective communicator. I tell Bill, I want you to go ahead and show Mike how to go about doing this job, task, or an assignment. Now watch what happens when Bill gets Mike all alone. 
starts using fancy words and phrases you've never heard of before. He starts using acronyms and jargon you've never heard of before. See, nice guy Bill has an agenda. Look how bright I am, and look how incompetent it must feel to be Mike right about now. And once he gets done explaining here's what has to be done, he comes back with that infamous question. Now, Mike, do you have any questions? Put yourself in Mike's shoes. Mike is thinking, why should I ask questions? I'll be known as somebody who might be dumb, stupid, uh, possibly might be seen as somebody who is a poor listener. So right about now, Mike, the trainee, does not ask as many questions as he should. And whose job became that much more difficult? That would be mine, because I can ask Bill to do training on my behalf, but the buck stops with me. Folks, people oftentimes ask me what I do for a living. I'm a travel agent for guilt trips. Yes, I get leaders to look in the mirror and ask if they're guilty of doing these things that we talk about, and then they got the rest of their life not to do these things. If this is your way of training, you are part of the problem at this particular moment. I have many leaders say, John, I don't have time to train. Oh, we're just so busy. I'll be frank. You will pay for training whether you intend to or not. If you're going to say we don't have time, you're going to pay for it in mistakes and errors and overages and shortages. The next time you're training an employee and they do their best imitation of a bobblehead doll, ask yourself this one simple question. Am I that brilliant of a communicator? That's the only way to know if you're getting through to them. Ask them to echo and summarize back. They might take it personal, but I would tell them, hey, it's not about you. I'm checking my ability to communicate. You see, telling is not training. Just because I told you, that does not constitute training. Leaders are made, not born. Remember to rate the podcast. And yes, a five-star rating is the best way for me to help others who may be looking for the same type of information. Selecting the right keynote speaker for your event can be crucial and overwhelming with thousands of speakers to choose from. Let me take 60 seconds on what I can do for you. First, I have several different keynotes to choose from, covering a wider range of topics. They include leadership, change management, communication, and the generations. I put plenty of research into these topics and promise you will learn something. Why? Attendees will appreciate how I make the complex sound simple and compelling. What makes me unique is the way I deliver the information. I combine a straightforward and tell-like-it-is approach with real-world solutions that comes across as refreshing and riveting. If you have me speak at your next conference or event, I promise to engage your attendees by addressing the problems that today's employees face with solutions so logical they're bound to say, why didn't I think of that? I challenge attendees to look in the mirror first and ask what they can do differently versus being so quick to point the blame at others. I assure you I'll be easy to work with. No outrageous demands nor prima donna treatment from me. Your next meeting likely has a theme and your audience-specific needs. Since I speak on a variety of topics, I can very easily blend content from my other presentations to help give you the content you're looking for without sacrificing entertainment and value. Finally, I have spoken at hundreds of conferences, associations, and events. My goal is the same as yours. Influence employee behaviors that lead to increased productivity and performance long after the event has ended. Thanks for listening.